folks. This is uh, Mark Viquez, and I am the Ballpark Hunter, and you're listening to the Ballpark Hunter podcast. With me today is the president of the Only in Oilers, Mr. Matt Federko. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks for having me. All right. So the uh, Oilers are summer collegiate club in the New York Collegiate Baseball League. They have been around since 2012. I think they took some hiatus off. We'll talk about that. Uh, and they play at one of the funkiest ballparks I've seen, along with Cardines Field in Newport, uh, Brander Stadium, which uh, is, is one of those interesting ballparks. It was uh, it housed the original Olean Oilers uh, back in the New York Penn League from the 1930s to 50s. Uh, so definitely glad to have you on, Matt. And uh, thank hope you to for talk, having me. Yeah, hope to talk about a little bit about the ballpark, your ball club your logos, all that, hopefully within a 30 minute time frame. So, so far, how's everything going this year with the club as you prepare for the summer? Things are going good. You know, it's been um, a little bit different because we haven't played in two summers. Exactly. Uh, we, we didn't play obviously during the COVID year. And then last year um, we just had some difficulties in order, you know, president transfer, all that kind of stuff that kept us out. Um, but you know, we're excited to be back and um, there's definitely some buzz around here about the team coming back and, you know, playing this summer and, uh, but things have been going well. And uh, I think we're like 50 some days out from, from playing our first game. So we're getting close. So it's a little nerve wracking when you get that yeah. 50 day range. Yeah. It's, um, it's, but uh, I hear you. Once May 1st approaches, we get a little nervous, but in a good way, okay. in, a, in a good way. Well, when is the home opener? Is that late May, early June? Tuesday, June 7th is our home okay. opener. All right. So June 7th right now, rosters are set. I assume maybe, maybe some more 99%. Pitchers. Okay. Yeah. Always pitchers. Always. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I talk with a gentleman from um, uh, the four Collins foxes. He says, yeah, everything's set up except I'm um, trying to get some more pitchers. And that seems t- to be the, uh, the gist of it. So <laughs> for everybody. Yeah. The gist of it. Now uh, a little bit about the history. You guys came back in 2012 you started playing at a renovated Brander Stadium in 2014, correct? Correct. Yeah. Correct. Now, what was the stadium's condition before you guys officially moved in? Was a lot of work done there? Uh, there was a significant amount of work done. Um, like, like you mentioned before, it's always been a historic spot. Yeah. Um, certainly. And um, But, you know, the city, in, in combination with the OLDC, which is the Olean Local Development Corporation, in consultation with, you know, some, some state grants, um, you know, did some nice upgrades um, and made sure there's a, there was a proper concession stand and bathrooms put in, um, made sure that, you know, there used to be like a kind of a, a dirt track all the way around the field. They used to have like a motorcycle rally in there. Oh, beautiful. They yeah. don't have that anymore, but they, they, they cut that back a little bit. So there's more grass, um, you know, put some new fencing in, a dugout, all this kind of stuff. Um, but it's always been just kind of a cool spot to, to be. No, no, you're exactly right. If uh, folks who have not heard of the ballpark, look it up right now. Go do a Google search. Or uh, I used to have a review of the of the stadium on Stadium Journey, but that's one of the reviews I got a race when our site shut down quite a few years ago. So I may have to just kind of find those old pictures and bring it up. But it looks like a you football. Come back. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you, I had a lot of fun during the Southern tier. I drove from Jamestown all the way to Binghamton, down to Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, back home to New Jersey. And I was like, man, there's a lot of great ballparks up here. There and, is. There's a and, and you can definitely, a guy like me, you can entertain myself uh, one a day. Yeah. 
and not have to drive yeah. too far. Uh, but I remember one thing that struck me about your ballpark was uh, there's a tunnel. You park. Yes. You take the tunnel yep. underneath. I don't see that a lot of ballparks. I don't know if there's another one like that. Has that always yeah, been there? Has that been there since the ballpark opened or is that something relatively um, new? That's a good question. As far as I know, it's been there. You know, I, okay. I, I don't, I don't know if it's been there forever, um, but it is obviously a, a cool feature. I can't imagine it's an engineering thing that most people do nowadays, you know, no. put it under a, a road. Um, certainly, yeah. but it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, like you said, it's different. It's, it's, it's new. Well, and it's, it's convenient. I don't have to cross a busy street and it's, I get to the game. Now I notice uh, once you get to the ballpark, there's no covered shading. It's, you know, it's obviously used for soccer and football as well throughout the year. Uh, but still it's, it's a spot for baseball. There's plenty of people at the games. Uh, I know when the club came back, uh, especially when they won their second or first or second championship, they had about 3000 people at the stadium. What does uh, a typical crowd look like for you guys before the pandemic hit? You know, a weekday, I think you're talking maybe, you know, four, 500 maybe on a weekday yeah. and then on a weekend we, we do hope to push a thousand on the weekends you know that's kind of our, our goal or you know your friday prime time your saturday prime time games um you know tuesday or monday maybe a little less obviously on what's yeah. going on in town and obviously if the weather situation obviously plays a big factor in everything too yeah um, but but yeah you know we've we've just tried to you know work with the city and, and they've been great I and mean, i can't stress enough this is not our ballpark i mean this is our we play there you know, we don't own the ballpark or anything. Um, you know, we, we simply, you know, rent it like everybody else does. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's a multi-purpose facility. Certainly high school football is played there. Um, you know, there's, there's been a soccer games there. There's been concerts, um, all these, you know, dance recitals. So the, the city has done a nice job working with us to kind of slowly improve, you know, the things that need to be improved, certainly. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those towns where, it's it's a charming little town to drive around. Obviously, when the weather's nice, I and I know what it's like uh, here in April in Indiana. It's yeah, it's actually uh, snowing right now. To be yeah. honest with you, oh well, we had a little bit of snow today as well, so that's uh, not too shocking. But a couple of days ago, I was uh, watching college baseball at Ball State. It was quite nice, and then yeah, I wake up today. I had a I had to yeah. scrape snow off my car and have a gloves on. So. Definitely you don't have to worry about that during the summer too much. We hope not. I was in Florida we, yesterday, so this is kind of a shock currently. Oh, uh, Florida, and you come back to uh, upstate New York, snow. Snow. Oh, yeah. must be nice. So how did you get involved with the club, on, and what's your background uh, with baseball? Sure, so um, I got involved with the club in 2016. Actually, I, I back it up a little bit. In, tw- in the first year they were in the stadium in 2014, I served as the um, radio announcer or the okay. radio broadcaster for the team. And then I uh, took a year off, you know, I had some other stuff. I wanted to coach soccer, do a couple of things, you know, helped out a local soccer club, did some youth soccer coaching that summer. And then the year after that, I had a good, you know, a friend of mine, his name's Sean, Sean O'Connell. He did this before I did that. Uh, I'll get into that in a second. So nice. in 2016, he reached out to me and said, Hey, you know, I'm going to be stepping out of this role next year, but I want to get somebody in this year to kind of, you know, follow me. And, and learn how it goes. And that way next year we're kind of hitting the ground running. We're not having to, you know, come in cold. And I was like, yeah, shoot, I'll do it. So I was the assistant director of operations in, in 2016. I had a ton of fun. Um, that year we won like a ton of games. You know, we barely lost. It was like um, 24 in a row, correct? You won? We went, we won the first one, lost the second one, and won like, you know, 20 some <laughs> games in a row after that. And it was just, you know, we had a, a heck of a team. We had, you yeah. know, 
Sounds like seven or eight guys that got drafted off that team. Um, you know, one guy that's already made the bigs in Mark Colesvari. There you go um, for the for the Reds and a couple more hopefully to come and maybe Sean Dubin for the Astros and, and, then, and then but that's um when, that's when you create the bobbleheads later on and say hey it's former. right it's a good idea bobbleheads are expensive but we'll give it a try sometime. yeah they so, are they you know it's it's easy for like a AAA team to do that but when you look at a, a summer collegiate club it's like well yeah you know it's it's we need tough. a sponsor and, um, we need a sponsor sponsors our sponsors are the lifeblood of our team and yeah um, yeah you know right. and then so I, I was the the next year after that I became the director of operations you know 2017. You know, in the general managers took, took on the um, the full recruiting of the team, and then obviously all the other aspects that come with it, in association with Brian O'Connell, who was our, our president at the time. Um, and then th- this past year, you know, you know, he he had made it very clear to me that he wanted to step away from this, but wanted to see it continue. You know, didn't want to see it die. He just got to the point where his kids were almost you know all out of school. Um, you know, he wanted to, to move on, you know, with his life, but also see yeah. what he created, you know, kind of go on. No, understandable because it takes a lot to run a team at any it level. It takes a lot. And, and he put it, you know, he, he get, doesn't get a ton of credit for it. And he should, he put a ton of money into it. He's, he's actually the only reason that it existed to be honest with you for the most part, uh, without him, it would have died years ago. Okay. Because, well, we'll you know, prompt him up here. Yeah. Tell everybody he how, deserved. what a great job he did. <laughs> he did a great job. Yeah. Um, yeah no, 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 go for it. You know, that's, you got to look at individuals like that to say, hey, if this one person didn't exist, this team may not be here. And no, I think doing- sometimes people fail to realize, you know, how much goes into it because, yes. you know, it's more than just obviously the home games. And, um, you know, we, we were blessed with him and his, you know, luckily he was financially secure and what he was doing. Yep. He was able to help, you know, fund the team. And, uh, but this past year, he reached out to me and, you know, we, we, we started talking. You know, I said, you know, we don't want to let it die and all this kind of stuff. So I agreed to become the president and we formed a board of directors, an advisory board you know, consist of uh, approximately 10 people. Um, and we, we all put some money in our, you know, and sit, you know, and, and we're here and yeah. you know, we're coming back for sure. We're playing this summer. I promise you we're going to be on that <laughs> field over my dead body. I told someone at a dinner this fall. Oh boy. There you go. You, you better make sure that happens, but I, it's going to happen. Don't it's worry. Gonna it's going to happen. Gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Uh, so what are some things you guys are going to do a little bit different here that just maybe to get more attention, maybe bring some folks out to the ballpark. I mean, we see some summer collegiate teams do some crazy antics on the field. Anything like that, or is just going to be about family entertainment, fireworks, hot dogs? I think that, you know, so much has to be put to the fan experience nowadays, um, as you know. So, oh, yeah. You know, I don't want to see we're going to go as far as like, you know, down in Savannah, what they're doing. No. Um, but, um, you know, one of our main goals is to improve the fan experience. You know, we, we took what we learned from the, you know, I, I call it our first go around. We've had two years to kind of reset ourselves now, and we're going to kind of, we're happy to introduce some new things. We're, we have a new concession stand operator okay. um, that we're, we're very excited about. I think, you know, I think that's a big part of the fan experience is the food and, you know, the oh, alcohol yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So you know, we're lucky to be able to serve alcohol at, at our stadium and, and all that kind of stuff. And, um, but yeah, we're going to have some cool days. We're going to have some, you know, fun promotions. Um, we're going to, you know, we had stopped kind of doing on-field stuff, but we're going to bring that back as far as, you know, races and in between inning, you know, golf shots and all these kind of things. And um, we're just excited to, to get back. We, you know, our philosophy is to get people in the stands. It, yeah. It's not expensive to come to our games. Um, a, a season pass is $35. That's, that's, you know, we, you're giving that away. That's, that's a hell of a deal. We play 21 home games. And it, if you don't want to buy one of those, I think it's uh, one for three and two for five to get in. And then uh, kids are always free. That's never going to change as long as I'm in charge. 18 and under kids are always free. Well, that's great because, you know, if I'm a father with a couple kids, yeah, bring them to the game. And it's meant to be affordable on all levels. You know, if you're low income, 
there's no, you know, there's, you pretty much have no reason not to come to the game. You know, it's come on yeah. down. And, and you guys are far away enough from like the competition where you're kind of not butting yeah. heads. Is, is that correct? Like Jamestown, I know you guys are in different leagues, but Jamestown is, you know, we're actually going to play them in an the exhibition game this year. Oh, nice. We're going to go there. I, I just love playing that ballpark. Yeah. Um, I think it's so cool. And obviously that, that's a really, you know, a more recent minor league ballpark. Yeah, you know, I think uh, you know the Bisons are about you know triple A team for the the Blue Bisons, right? You got to say about, Bisons. Bisons about an hour and a half from us, so yeah. If people would... really want to see that, they can go up there, and people do. You know, it's just but there's not a lot around here baseball wise outside of we, we, our closest MLB team is Pittsburgh. You know, yeah. So oh yeah, and then who else to try? I mean, Pittsburgh's a beautiful. Or Cleveland, ballpark. Cleveland, Pittsburgh, kind of equal, yeah. you know, equidistant almost. Oh but. yeah, yeah. W- winning clubs, people want to run out to see, but it's uh, yeah. Yeah. Now, what? Who's your closest rival in the league? How far is that? No, we our, our division is like uh, so. We have two divisions in our league. We have five yeah. and five, I think, right now. So we like Hornell is like only forty minutes from us. Forty-five. Tennessee okay. is like forty-five. Dansville is like an hour and five. Our farthest in division trip is Mansfield, which is like ninety minutes to an hour oh. forty-five, maybe. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Because I mean, I know there. I don't know if there's been talk, but because you guys play the Niagara. You, no, you guys don't play them. The, uh, they went over the perfect. They went over the perfect game league. They went over the perfect game. Okay, yeah. Sometimes I, yeah. I have to check because some teams come and go. Um, yeah, they, some teams do move quite a bit, obviously. Yeah, but but you guys have no interest in leaving this league. You like where you are. I or, you know, or, I, I won't lie. We, we looked into it. You know, yeah. I, I've been very open about that. I think you know when I was not a part of this organization, I just kind of stepped away in the middle here and just so that we could look at our options, see what was you know available to us, but. Um, I'm happy. I think this is a good niche for us. I think it's a great yeah. league. You know, it's, you know, 10 teams. It's, it's a good fit for us in our team, in our organization. Uh, yeah. The league does a great job. You know, we got MLB funding again for this year, uh, which a lot of leagues got cut out of that um, funding cycle. And, you know, our, our commissioner, Joe Brown, does a nice job kind of leading the way for us. He's the head coach at Cortland uh, okay. for their baseball team. Yeah, and like like I said, when when I travel the country and I'll go to some like I went to a very small college this year, NAIA college in Indiana, Fort Wayne, Indiana Tech, and they had this just like really small five hundred seat ballpark, but I had such a great time there, you know, talking to the folks and yeah. you know, watching the game from the hills or, you know, there's outfield seats and there's just some quirky little yeah. designs there, you know. I mean, baseball is baseball. You know, you don't want to step to a sure. game and there's like five people there, but. You know, it's leagues like yours in these small towns where, you know, I don't think I've ever would have went to your town if it wasn't for your ballpark and some other places. So you get to see something, you can tell stories. You can go, hey, I went to this ballpark at Olean. It's a football field and the field goal post is down the, the third baseline. And uh, we are had, working on getting the field goal post removed. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be games. removed. We're working on it. I can't guarantee yeah. it. The mayor's watching, you know, at some point. Let's yeah, get kinda, on that. I kind of yeah. like that there. You know, I, I was watching this old uh, from 1974. Sacramento had a, a base triple A team that played yeah. in a similar concept uh, where they had, you know, the field goal. They had like the third baseline was just huge foul territory. Yeah. But looking at your ballpark, what are the what's the distance to because your left field is the short porch, correct? Yeah, I think it's yeah, I think that's the shortest part is the left field part. And what what's the distance from home plate there? Maybe th- 330 okay 20 yeah yeah i think yeah, it's four i think it's 405 in dead center it's kind of got a point to it yeah out there and then um yeah i don't, I don't think our third baseman like the like the uh goal post as much as everybody else does <laughs> no. but i think that uh yeah i it's, mean it's, it's certainly an interesting feature 
You know, it, it is. I remember like, you know, and I, I, that was at a time, this was 2014. So it must've been your first year there. I was recording videos, but I, for some reason I didn't, I took one recording at your ballpark and it was from the stands. And I'm like, why did I not record more of that ballpark to just put on my YouTube page and show people? I, it's one of those regrets I have. I guess that's the reason I have to come back because I also didn't I agree. Record. I think you got to come back yeah. now. I don't think I, you have an option. I didn't record in Jamestown either. I could tell you this. My brother-in-law has family in Jamestown that he hasn't seen because uh, this is from his adopted side. And he's always talking about going to Jamestown. So the tarp skunks, the tarp skunks. Yeah, I've had uh, I've had the their president, GM Fallon on. Uh, yeah. Uh, on the stadium journey podcast uh, when they first uh, started up. So yeah, that's, that, that's fun. And then you guys are playing an all-star game against the ACBL. Yeah. They actually changed that now. So I guess the ACBL oh. has a couple of teams, so they're going to play each other. So we're going back to playing each other this year in okay. the hopes that we can find another league partner uh, okay. next year. So we're going to go back to playing each other. Like we had, but we, we had been playing the ACBL. Okay. Uh, yeah. They had come, they had come here once and we had gone there once, I think. Yeah, because I'm I'm familiar with those guys back home in New Jersey, so it's uh, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, we hey. we went down there once and played down there too. Yep. Okay, so uh, a little bit about the the history. Now, this was built, I think, in 1928. It's the same ballpark. Has anything drastically changed there? Or the yeah, same... so the field, so the field originally was actually the home plate was actually out in left field now, oh, um, okay. where where you know, so it was kind of kind of turned as, as you can picture it. But the, one yeah. of the issues was yeah. was the was the sun. At a certain point, would hit the batter's eye. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, before night baseball, that was a mistake that was made in most baseball stadiums. So yeah. sometimes where the, you know sun gets in the batter's eye instead of the reverse way. Exactly. Um, so th- that's one of the major changes, you know. And obviously, it's gone through you know renovations over the years. As far as I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it's changed seats. I'm sure you know there used to be a locker room in the back that was knocked down. There was some stands that were knocked down. Um, but for the most part, the bones have stayed the same. You know, mm-hmm. as far as I think that's kind of the coolest part, um, you know, our ballpark, certainly, you know, the field could use some some work as far as um, the surface itself, you know, but it's it's got it's one of the coolest places I've ever been. You know, I, I say that and I've, I spent a lot of time there, but you know, I've been to a lot of ballparks and I'm sure you have as well, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of unique how it just kind of sits in under the road. And, yes. You know, it's. And there's, you know, it's, it's got a lot of seats. It stretches, you know, quite a ways around. No, no, you're absolutely just not, right. Just not up. Yeah, know, no, it, yeah, it's, as... it stands out. And then, of course, you have the press box, which is sort of down the first baseline. It's, yeah, and it's elevated way in the air it's, above, you know, above it's the It's elevated, road. yeah. You have to take a staircase up there. You, get, you know, if you're afraid of heights, don't go up there. Yeah. It's a little no, wobbly sometimes. You know, but that, again, it's it's yeah. so cool. Yeah, no, it, it, it is one of those ballparks. You almost have to see it. To believe it, and I would say Newport, Rhode Island, Cardines Field, uh, that's a quirky little ballpark too. That's it feels like it's just made of separate grandstands, and the way yeah. that shuts in and out, and it pretty much comes up to a road in the center field. You yeah, know, if exactly. you get, and, and if somebody opened up that gate, you can probably ride your bike onto the road. Uh, and then yeah. it's kind of cool how the river kind of sets out. You can't you can't see it from in the stadium, but the river is right behind you know right yeah. field the wall right there and um, it's, it's pretty cool no no it is nice it, it is nice now when it comes to uh like season tickets how's that looking this year you have a lot of people you know, interested making phone calls sending emails saying hey let me sign up the, the buzz has been good you know nice. I, I think that you know we're blessed again you know our sponsors are our lifeblood of our team without them you know we, this thing couldn't even happen 
but you know, but also our fan, our fan support with us coming. You know, we, we were wondering how this was going to go. You know, you always get nervous when you bring a team back. You're like, the, are people kind of gotten used to it not, not being here? Have people, you know, all that kind of stuff. But the buzz has been fantastic. Yeah, we've I picked up some ticket money today from one of our local places that sells them and, and all this kind of stuff. People are actually getting on me now. They're like, you know, I gotta get I gotta get my butt in shape. Like, hey, where's the schedule? Where's the schedule? We're, you know, we're redoing our website right now. So it's, you know, people are kind of, you know, but everyone's talking about it, everyone's asking about it. So, you know, we're we're pretty excited. Yeah, like was there ever the thought of like not having this team come back? Like, hey, we tried, you know, we did all we can do. It's you know, the, the thought the thought crossed my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was a time, you know, we, when we decided not to play last year, our, our former president, Brian, did, did a big article in the paper, you know, basically saying, you know, we're not going to play. Here's why. And then also you know, I'm considering stepping away from this <laughs> and just the amount of like text I got from, from people and even our former players, you know, pretty much saying like, don't let this thing die. You know, don't, don't you know what I mean? Don't, don't let it die. You know, a, a, after seeing those, it was hard to kind of go back, you know, our, our vice president, Mike Bimel, um, you know, called me, you know, said, you know, what, what can I do to help? Yeah. And this was before he was our vice president, you know, now he is obviously because he wanted to help, you know, what can I do to help? You know, these guys on our, on our board and, and one, and one gal and Abby Bricker stepped up to the plate and gave money to get this thing going. I mean, they, you know, they didn't just get a free board seat. They gave money mm-hmm. and they gave their time. And they've been, you know, they sit on zoom calls every couple months with us and without yeah. them, this thing would, would be dead to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I don't think people like even, yeah, you're right. People don't realize, you know, Hey, I'm out here putting my money and I'm out here getting jerseys and we're redesigning the website. That's not free. Yeah. You have to pay somebody to do that. It, you know, it, it costs us about 90 grand to do it. And you know, people sometimes wow. don't realize 90 that, grand. But, so know. that's how much it costs to just start the club without traveling or does that include everything? No, that's like our, our, our annual that's you know, your budget. budget. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, cause we'd like to, you know, I'm a big believer in, you know, taking care of the players and making sure they have the proper transportation, the proper food, the proper, Definitely. Yeah. You know, obviously, obviously get, you've seen gas prices that have gone skyrocketing. So we got to make sure they're, they're accommodated that way. Cause they drive a lot of their own cars. Some of our culture games, mm-hmm. we got to make sure they're, they're taking care of I can't have my, our players losing money. You know what I mean? They already paid to no. come here. No, no, you're yeah, absolutely so, right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, it and- takes about 90 grand. So it's, it's, that's that's you know, it's, it's but in a good know, way. Yeah, I mean, and could you imagine if you had to drive, you know, across the state to, you know, <clears throat> I'm trying to think. Well, Albany, so like, like Jamestown. So like in their yeah. league, I'm sure you know, their budgets are, high, are higher than ours because of their they have to yeah. travel in their league. They have to go, you know, a lot of different places. Amsterdam. I was thinking of Amsterdam, New York. Amsterdam is quite a trip. Yeah, yeah they're, they're yeah. way up there. Or even yeah, even having to drive to uh, New Brunswick, New Jersey, if you're playing Atlantic Coast. Uh, baseball league or Allentown. Yeah. Those, those are drives and you know, you're going to rent a bus for that and that's not cheap. And I, I could tell you stories when I worked in professional soccer, having to take a team from Cincinnati to Minneapolis uh, driving all night long. Cause you didn't want to get a hotel for the night. So uh, don't miss those days. Don't miss. <laughs> so, so the Oilers, you guys are the Olean Oilers. That's a name that dates back to the twenties. Uh, was, yep. was there oil yep. in, in the area at one point? Yeah, there was a big oil area, and that's, that's obviously where the name was derived from. So, you know, not as prevalent anymore, but it's yeah. definitely a huge part of the area's history. You know, when Olean was, you know, booming back in the day. Yeah, and I also heard it was a, a had the nickname Little Chicago during Prohibition. Had uh, rum runners. That'd be a kind of that's, a a throw. Uh, some mobsters come through, you know. I think, yeah. and uh, yeah, Olean's got a unique history. You know, again, it's one of those towns that you know. 
you just gotta visit it. You know, it's yes, you do. You no, know, I, I think it's on the up and up again too. You know, I'm very proud to say that. You know, people in our community have done a great job. You know, helping revitalize the town. You know yeah, what now, I mean, and helping, you, helping get things going. Now, if somebody wanted to come and check out your game, obviously spend some time in Olean. What what are some things you would recommend to eat, drink, visit? Man, I'm gonna leave somebody out of this. We 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 have some great spots. You know, I think the, you know, the beef and barrel is a good is a good spot to eat. Um, you know, Angie's. Uh, you know, there's there's a couple cool like little dive bars, like a third base or like a Talty's, which is an Irish pub. And you know, there's some cool like a Dave's halfway on the hill. You know, it's just um this whole area, not just Olean, this whole area. You know, Olean, Allegheny, Portville, Salamanca, Ellicottville. You know, is is it's, it's a cool spot to be. You, know, you really just got to come here and experience it. You know, we're, we're not that far from Buffalo, you know, or maybe an hour to the South towns. Yeah. All these kind of things. So, you know, it's, it's just got some cool places down here. You know, it's a small town vibe. If you like small town vibes, you know, yeah. this is the place to kind of, kind of come and visit every once in a while. Well, it, it, it's also like a nice small town vibe rather than some, you know, like when I traveled, like I wish I had more time in Olean, but I think, I think I went to your game and drove out to Elmira to check out the uh, Pioneers. Yeah. That's a little bit sure. of a drive. Uh, so I didn't really get a lot of a time to spend there, but, you know, you're close to the Pennsylvania border. Yep, and, right there. Um, you know, you're – yeah, I mean, if, if somebody was doing a ballpark tour, you know, you would say, okay, Olean, check out a game here, Hornell, Corning, Genes- uh, go up to Batavia. Uh, you can get yeah, to a yeah. lot of places. Yeah, get to a lot of places within a reasonable. Finger Lakes, you know, you go up to Geneva and Auburn. Finger Lakes, and yeah, go through there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. upstate New York. I, when I was a kid, we would drive from New Jersey up to Niagara Falls and Toronto, and we would kind of just skim yeah. that part of the state. But uh, you know, even heading out to Erie, heading out yeah. to, uh, you know, to the Lake Region, you know, Lake Erie, and yeah, there's this. It's a fun little, you know, little nice little activity, especially during the summertime. Not now, maybe because it gets. It's well, who cares? It gets a little cold up there, but I'm sure there's this winter. Better events. be it. This better be. It. I'm telling you. Yeah. Right now. This, well, how this, much this, snow this do you better. have there? Is I it can, a lot? I'm, I'm I'm upstairs right now, but I can see it on the roof. Oh you know, lord! It's, it's. I mean, I don't think it's going to be anything like tra- okay. tragic. Like not not enough. To not enough maybe. to close schools or anything the next day. Or <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> no way. We yeah. were just closed for a week. I think <clears> like Easter break was last week. You know what I mean? So they were just closed. Yeah. So when did the schools get out where you are? That's uh we're late. So New York State's late. So yeah. I think like you know, June 15th, 20th, it about like right, graduation yeah. in there, kind of a thing. So yeah. Um yeah, yeah it's kids. later than all these, you know, PAs again, like we can cross the PA board here in like 10 minutes and they're they're done. They'll be done almost pretty soon. Yeah, well, that, so. that's that's the thing. You go uh, out here in Indiana, it's uh, June 1st, the kids are – or that's when commencement is. And that's late. They never graduate in June. Like, that's like, what? Yeah, I don't know. PA – I don't know their exact dates, but they're they're well earlier than the New York PA. Yeah, yeah. I know. In New Jersey, we always go back to school after Labor Day, so it's, uh, it's a little different out here. So. Yeah, it's hard to keep track of. It's hard to keep track. But you're keeping track of the Oilers, and you're making sure fans are – are going to be satisfied. Any wacky food combinations? You said you're getting a new food service. You looking to do anything like that or just the basics? You know, we're excited with them. <laughs> I think that, um, you know, our previous concession year did a nice job, you know, for us. But, you know, we're excited about this new opportunity with them. And, um, you know, they're, they're still kind of working on what they're going to develop as far as, um, yeah. you know, the, the exact menu. But, you know, there's going to be definitely some some great options, burgers, hot dogs, the, the yeah. usual, but also some, you know, we're going to get in the slush puppy game. We're going to get into the draft beer game for the first time. We, we never had draft beer. We're going to get into that game. Um, we're going to get into maybe some adult slushies potentially. 
Definitely. Um, my, that's my wife's uh, favorite. She hates yeah. baseball, but if they have adult, if they have alcoholic yeah. slushies, especially yep. if she's with like one of her girlfriends, she's like, okay, Mark, we can stay here as long as you want. We're going to uh, put uh, they're, they're going to put hawkers in the stands for that. We've never had that for the first time. You know, people going around, you know, selling directly in the stands. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, and all that kind nice. of stuff. So like they did in the um, old days, preseason catering, you know, they've, they're, they've been great so far. Obviously, we haven't played a game, but they've they've been great so far. Yeah, well, I don't think they'll advertise. Now, are Speedy's popular out there? Or is that more of a Binghamton thing? What's a Speedy? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Have you never heard of them? No, no. Okay, well, I, I won't ask you. Okay, <clears throat> Speedy's are. I guess their birthplace is in in Binghamton, and it's traditionally pork, but now there's also chicken. They take these chunks of pork and chicken, and they marinate them in. Uh, olive oil and garlic and oregano and they cook them on a spit over an open fire and then they just put them on like a hoagie roll like a sub roll or a hot dog roll i guess you could do it that way and people eat them at in binghamton all over the place lupos for 25 years and i've never that that is amazing before. that you, you're you're one part of the state and nobody knows We're about three hours from binghamton but yeah. not far i mean not in reality not that far well, I could tell you nobody in New York City knows what they are either. So it's uh yeah, so about three hours the other way. Yeah, so that kind of yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. But I, I saw them at Binghamton. I think I saw them in Elmira at a restaurant, but maybe just one. All I know the ballpark in Albany has them. And uh yeah, if you ever get to Binghamton or you know, if you ever you think that people would want to eat that, just even if they don't know what it is, it's really delicious. It's just char grilled you know, pieces of chicken and pork. You know, we're we're gonna try the uh two dollar beer night concept you know that works for, that works even for better. the first time ever we're gonna give that a try and see how that nice. goes now you're gonna have local beer or is it gonna be so we you know we again we're so we're so lucky we we, we actually have two beer distributors in town okay. which again that's kind of a weird scenario i think right you know but um both of them support us um so we make sure that they're both taken care of as well so yeah. and then we have we're gonna have two so a four miles our local brewery so they'll, they'll be up make sure that it's in, actually in the contract that they have to be in the, a part of you know in the stadium yeah and then there's a new brewery uh, over in Ellicottville, which is about half hour from us. Ski, ski, it's a ski town. Um, yeah. And uh, Steelbound, they're also going to be in our stadium as well. So. Well, you know, you, you got me there. You got cheap tickets. You got two local craft beers. How, how much would a pint cost? Do you know, or is that has that? That's a good question. You know what I mean? That's I, I don't really know the answer. Don't charge too much. You know, I go to some of these ballparks, and I'm like, really, ten bucks for a, a craft beer, guys? I don't think it's going to be quite like Bill Stadium, <laughs> where you go buy a beer and it's you know seventeen. Yeah, and, and then you wind up throwing <laughs> it at somebody. You wind up throwing <laughs> it at like a Jets fan because you know. And they're pounders, and it's warm. You know, after ten yeah. minutes, you know. So. Oh, I, I tell you, I went to uh, the ballpark here, Indianapolis Indians. I mean, it's like, it's like, damn, nine bucks for a craft beer. You know, eight dollars is going to be that. You know, yes. I think that they're. I think that you know, it's obviously up to the catering company, but I think that yeah. um, they 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 do they actually do the same ballpark in they do the ballpark in Jamestown too, um. So I think they're you know, they're going to do a nice job as far as the pricing goes. Okay, sounds good. All right, well, you know what, I, I appreciate this conversation here. I learned a little bit about uh, your Thank ball you. club and what it takes to start it. And hey, I'm glad you guys are back. I was uh, when I first wrote an article about your team in 2014. We got a lot of attention from that market. And uh, so I did a few more articles based on them. And uh, yeah. it feels like it's a baseball hungry town. And, you know, hopefully opening day, everybody will have only in Oilers flags hanging up. A we'll parade. I hope so. Hearing you guys we should back. have a parade. You're right. 
Well, maybe that's something you can you can do next year. Just make it the official holiday, opening day. Of the Working Olympics. on having um, our uh, we we worked with a great partner, Mercy Flight, um, around here who, who saves countless lives, you know, every year. Mm-hmm. They're, they they they're gonna maybe do a landing opening day, land the helicopter on the field okay. like they have like they've done in the past, and yeah, that's uh, nice. All that kind of stuff. That'd be so. great. That'd be great to see. Okay, so uh, once again, opening day is what day? Tuesday, June seventh. All right, and season tickets start at thirty-five. Single tickets start at one for three, two for five, two for five, and kids under eighteen are free of charge. So Always free. No excuse not to come with the family. No excuses. No excuses. And two dollar beers on Thursdays, right? <laughs> we don't know what day two dollar beers night is going to be yet. Okay. Well, there'll stay be one. Tuned. Day. There is there is going to be a two dollar beer night. There'll be one day, and if you and if you can walk home from the stadium, even better. Because, uh, but drink responsibly. No drinking guys. and driving. Yeah, yep. no drinking and no driving. Drinking and driving. All right. Well, I appreciate your time here, and uh, we'll uh, we'll be we'll, we'll be rooting for you guys and uh, checking you guys out this year. Thanks for having me. Make sure you stop up again. Come see us. I will. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. You'll be the first person I call. We'll take care of you. Come see you. All right. Sounds great. All right. That was Matt Federko, president of the Olean Oilers. That was a great conversation. It, what a, once again, I felt like I could have talked to Matt a little bit longer. I always tell folks I'll have you on here for about 30 minutes and you know, I don't want to keep you because you're busy. You're running a ball club. Uh, I love how he gave us some numbers on what it costs to operate their team. $90,000. Um, now, somebody like a Kardashian, that's nothing, but to, you know, to most of us, that, that is something. And to, to see that that team easily could have folded several years ago, despite the two championships, despite some big crowds, despite 24 games in a row, I think they won 39 games one year. I think they had this ridiculous record in 2015. Uh, that team easily could have went the way of the thylacine. Uh, but it's good that it's back. And I really hope the folks of Olean appreciate that. You know, you really have to appreciate these ball clubs in your team. I, I like Batavia is another club in the summer collegiate league. I'm sure a lot of people are upset that they're not an affiliated rookie club in the New York Penn league, but it's like, guys, you still have your team there. You can still go to the ballpark. You can still see a team that's called the uh, muck dogs. You're going to still get the same hot dogs, the same beer, hopefully the same type of entertainment. You'll see some different players. I hope it's not to the point where you're like, ah, fiddlesticks, I'm not watching this. So, Olean, just be appreciative that you got the, you have this team back. And, and it's nothing, I don't think it's anything Olean did fan-wise. Uh, but it's, it should be a fun summer up there. You know, New York State during the summer is a great time. And if you're a ballpark nut or a ballpark traveler, a ballpark hunter like me and and many folks who are listening, that's, you know, I talk about North Carolina being a hot spot, but, you know, upstate New York, there's there's some good ballparks up there too. Let's not sneeze at them. You know, some of them are rustic. Some of them are brand new and modern. You got AAA all the way down to the summer collegiate leagues up there. So you can have, you can have yourself a time. That's what somebody told me in Bowling Green, Kentucky. You can have yourself a time. So I kind of like that word. I'm going to adopt it. Uh, so Matt, thank you. That was a wonderful interview. And I, I didn't ask him where you can find him on the, uh, the internet, that brand new thing they call the internet. You can go to Twitter, Olean Oilers, just type in O-L-E-A-N Oilers. And uh, you can find them there. They're also on Facebook. They're redoing the website. And, uh, 
yeah, the Oilers. Great classic name. Of course, Matt, if you're listening, do a what-if night or do an alternative night. Somewhere when you, you can figure this out. Uh, rum Runners. Apparently, they used to run a lot of rum down there. So call it the Rum Runners. Come up with a logo of like a rum barrel of a guy running. Like, you know, Milwaukee's Mr. Barrel Man or Barrel Man. And he could be like a distant cousin. So, ooh, that was a lot of fun. And it's a lot of fun talking to individuals from all across the gamut of baseball. And I hope you enjoy the show. Keep listening. Uh, we have uh, quite a bit of content coming up this summer. We're going to talk to all sorts of folks. And uh, we're going to start talking to some um podcast creators we're going to get them on here and uh we'll we'll kind of we'll do a little uh little conversations about what it takes to visit some of these ballparks and some of your favorite memories and whatnot so check that out ballpark hunter right here on your favorite podcast systems just type in ballpark hunter podcast you'll find me somewhere you can also find me on youtube ballpark hunter as well check out my videos and subscribe subscribe i need to get a thousand please subscribe and crush it crush that subscription button Crush it and uh yeah follow me on twitter as well you can follow me there i keep saying follow me and subscribe you know where to find me ballpark on twitter youtube tiktok instagram it would be a great place to see baseball it's my John Hausman voice. All right. On that note, take care, guys. We'll see you next time. And catch me at the ballpark. Adios.